Hi, welcome to Convos with the Euros. I'm Daniel. And I'm Carla. We are a married couple sharing weekly conversations about God, family, ministry, and everything in between. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Convos with the Euros. How are we doing today, Carla? We are doing good. I am happy that we are sitting down to do an episode. It's yeah. Been a while. It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. So um, how, how have things been for you? Well, just to give you guys a couple of updates, we are going to be telling a story. We have done a vlog about it or not done a vlog, but like we vlogged a little bit of the experience, but we like actually we are a, less than a week away from Christmas right now. Today mm-hmm. yeah, we are right. like four like six days from Christmas or something like that. Um, so Merry Christmas. Um, to those so, listening. Oh my God. Sorry, my lashes are acting crazy. Um, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to all of you. Hopefully, you're having a great holiday season so far. But um, Thanksgiving was what three weeks away or three weeks ago, mm-hmm. three and a half mm-hmm. weeks ago, and we had some crazy health stuff stuff happen with Daniel while we crazy were crazy is an understatement. On a trip, and it was scary, and probably our worst nightmare it was overwhelming to say the least honestly very very overwhelming but we'll get into that in just a little bit but i'm doing okay you know working and um it's been crazy at work i work as a nurse and i work from home remotely and it's been the holiday seasons always get kind of busy and we have a lot to get done so i don't think you've ever really spoken about that um here on the on the podcast but um how does that work? You know, you being an RN and and working from home, like. So, yeah, so I work um, following up with patients and caregivers online mm-hmm. or not online on the phone, and yeah, it's it works great. We communicate a lot via Microsoft Teams. With, there's with genuine everyone. interaction with people. Yeah, and okay. there is interaction with my team constantly, chats and emails and stuff like that. So even though I'm working by myself in a room in the office, mm-hmm. um, in my office, it's cool. I like it. I, I love it's cool. being able to get up 10 minutes before I have to log in. <laughs> it's great. Uh, I definitely miss that human interaction, but I'm talking constantly to my coworkers and we send each other pictures. Yeah, you are on the phone a lot talk. and yeah, we through are. email and stuff. Oh, yeah. Hmm. okay but yeah okay. It's, it's amazing i love it i get to be home with you i get to be able to go to appointments with you um, yeah it definitely great frees, with the schedule definitely frees up your time um, it well does. not so much so that like you get to do whatever you want but um enough that you know if there's something that comes up with me you um uh, like an emergency you can jump on that that train pretty quickly yeah, that is super important to both it, of us. Yeah, it's something that we've needed in this season big time. Yeah. So, no, no other major updates other than that. So, I, I what do you think, Daniel? We should probably just get into that crazy story. And then yeah. today's topic is one that we're both really, I mean, I, I, I just really want to talk about it. I don't know about you, Daniel, but mm. um, we'll get into that in a little bit. But you want to start off by telling us about the trip and what happened? Well, I guess I'll start... Um, before the trip and then uh well not before but we drove up to georgia with um our in-laws well my in-laws carla's parents they are 
Um, they have a, a house up north in Georgia. Um, and we drove up a Wednesday night. I preached at our church and, um, and we were like, well, for Thanksgiving, um, which was Thursday, we're going to go ahead and, um, we're going to take the, take the drive and just, uh, go, go relax in the mountains and enjoy some views and just have some R and R, some rest and relaxation. And, and we're not going to, you know. We're not going to push anything. We're not going to do anything too crazy. Um, and for those of you listening, like, well, bro, you wanted to drive, you know, eight hours. Yeah, it's not that bad. It's just driving. And the thing is, we do these type of trips. I'm not going to say all of the time. Multiple times but a year. But we do it at least three times a year. Yeah, at least. Yeah. While so, being sick, by the way. Yeah. And yeah, and, we, and we've taken the dialysis machine multiple times with mm-hmm. us. We've even did a trip last year when you were on hemodialysis. Hemo, yeah. And we went, like he got dialyzed on, you've always done Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So I think you got dialyzed that Friday and then we at left. five in the morning. And then we took off right after and spent the weekend and then drove home in time for you to get dialyzed yep. that afternoon. So we've done crazy stuff like this. Of course, always being mindful. Right. Of it, not too insane. We're not pushing it too far, you know? Yeah. But we just yeah. do what we can. We traveled to New York and we took the mm-hmm. dialysis machine with us on the plane. Um, that was quite the adventure, it traveling was. with that heavy thing and then dialyzing while you were over there. So it's not something that we were doing for the first time. We have traveled a ton with the dialysis machine locally you know when i say locally like within florida and then from there we graduated to road Mm. trips and then we graduated to airplane travel like we it wasn't our first rodeo yeah so um we made it to georgia and um and i wasn't i wasn't feeling too good um honestly and it it wasn't anything too crazy it was kind of like a almost like a flu um yeah you're not even it was like um you were having like cold symptoms like yeah, it wasn't too tired crazy. And, and it wasn't even like fevers at that point and this we took off you said that you say that i must have missed it but we took off wednesday night. wednesday and, and got there on thanksgiving and you went straight to bed that day you were yeah pretty you were just tired but it's mm-hmm. like hello you, you drove the entire way pretty much i only drove two hours of that trip it was absolutely you drove hilarious like by six the way. or seven hours so. yeah and did great you do great driving you yeah, do not it's just fall asleep. driving i can't do that it's just driving <laughs> so <laughs> that's kind of how i see it is it. not just driving that's why i get bored actually because it is just driving and i'm like i can't do this anymore i'm gonna fall asleep but you did great you you drove literally the whole way. I only did two hours. I don't even know if that's a guy thing or like a no. It's a Daniel Yoro thing because my brother falls asleep when he's driving. Yeah, Kathy calls us. She's like, "We had to switch." <laughs> yeah, we've taken road trips where it's like all of our family members, and my brother always has to stop and switch with his wife because he's falling asleep. I I think it's interesting because um, I've never had to pull over on the side of the road or like pull over mid trip or something like that or no or pull over like like we're driving to Tennessee never had to pull over and be like okay we have to switch I'm dying no like in my mind I what I like to do is um uh I'm not saying not I don't try to be superman and try to do it all myself like if there's somebody else with me who's going to drive, 
and I'm okay with them driving, um, we'll just plan for it. So I'm going to get us, you know, 10 hours. And then at the 10 hour mark, we switch. I prefer to do that than drive and then be like, okay, well, I'm dying now. So let's go ahead and switch. And so we get there that Friday and Daniel's like, oh, I'm going straight to bed. I'm like, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sorry. We got there on Thursday. I'm like, yeah, of course. And even though it was Thanksgiving, it was just it us was early, and so. my my mom and my stepdad. So I was like, yeah, go to sleep. We'll wake you up for dinner. Yeah. Um. And so he wakes up and like, actually, he slept a lot longer than I thought he would. He Which is not normal for me. Five or six hours. And I mean, it was semi-normal. I mean, I expected you to be really tired and you were already kind of feeling gunky and under the weather. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, okay, you know, he's just sleeping it off. And I took a nap and, you know, it was like we were relaxing. So it wasn't a big deal. And we just yeah. knew that he wasn't. Um, and then just to give some backstory, Daniel dialyzes at home. He does his own, own dialysis here. Um, so unfortunately, this form of dialysis, peritoneal dialysis, tends to fail and the sense that it doesn't clean his body like it should which is a job that your kidneys have yeah but when you're not your kidneys aren't working dialysis does that for you it filters your your body of certain toxins and you know regular it does they what regulate your, your electrolytes to do. yeah yeah so um the plan was for him to wake up that that afternoon and then dialyze um during the day and daniel was just like man i like he woke up, like did not feel good, but he ate, which, um, if you've been following our story here, um, Daniel had bariatric surgery six months ago and did not do well with it at all. Um, ended up losing weight too quickly. Um, and vitamin, uh, got deficient in vitamins and just, he didn't do well. Just an array of things. Yeah. Came with a, a host of things. Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately it, it was like a complication between the surgery and it wasn't a botched surgery the surgery side and everything was perfect it was just this issue with being on dialysis daily and also this surgery it all it all kind of just got messed up together um but he has a great medical team so yeah yeah Yeah, we're so grateful for that (laughs) um so yeah he wasn't feeling great that friday or that thursday and then by friday he really was like not doing okay sleeping most of the day and when daniel starts sleeping a lot i know he's sick i know something's wrong and i can i was just looking at him and i was like daniel we need to go to the hospital and you fought me Daniel, the, the whole time you were like, I am not going to the hospital. And mind you, we are in North Georgia, very rural area, very, um, I mean, very tiny, secluded. small town, very secluded. I mean, yeah. we're on vacation and we're the type of people that we like secluded vacations like that. I mean, at least I do. I don't think Daniel is as wanting to be secluded as I like you love going to the beach like you like those type of vacations staying in a hotel by the beach I love mountain vacations I prefer hotels in the yeah. city well not city like um stacked city but like a tourist like touristy a area. touristic area mm-hmm. yeah like um like if we're in Florida um I I really I really enjoyed our um Daytona trip yeah that was, that awesome. was a good one that was that was a year before you got sick. We, I was working in the front lines of the pandemic, and, and you, you took desperately me needed a break. All this really awesome trip to. It was like the cheapest the trip we've ever taken because it was at the, <laughs> like at the start of the pandemic, no, and all I, the prices you know what dropped. It was? It was like on July. It was July uh-huh. after, like, on the year of the pandemic. So everything when was things opened back just up, opening up, and yeah. everybody was like, "Absolutely not!" Everybody's like, and "Oh, I'm not going." So scared. Carla's like, "If you don't get me out of this house, like, I'm killing you, you, the dog, and myself." I'm like, "Oh, yo, we gotta I go." I did not, but like, I was working on the front line, so my mental health was shot. I was burnt out. I'm like, I need a trip. Like for me, vacations, 
even like little local ones like that where we drive an hour and a half down the highway to mm-hmm. the beach and just stay there like it doesn't have to be expensive i think the hotel came out i mean with all the fees included it came out to almost 100 just a hundred dollars a night and it's and it's a amazing. it's a room that's normally like 214 yeah night. no no it, it, i we literally got it for like a third of the regular yeah, price it was crazy um and it included i think I don't know if it included. It was actually a hotel we normally stay at for conventions with Assemblies of God. When oh, no, we, no, it was amazing. Like we yeah. got such a good deal. It was right on the beach. Yeah. Um. So our balcony was facing the ocean. Um. I forgot about that. We had yeah. an ocean view. Oh, and it was like a suite with a kitchen. Yeah, with a kitchen, a, a living like room, a legit suite. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. Yeah, yeah, and and it was uh, it was like the the eighty ninth floor or something ridiculous like that. Um. And then we ate at the same restaurant twice. We went to a Bass Pro Shop. It was great. Yeah, it was awesome. It was still a ghost town, mind you, because oh, that too. things were just opening up. But it, was, it wasn't bad. The restaurants were like semi-empty. I'm like, yeah. this is a bad idea. And restaurants <laughs> were like, oh my gosh, we have customers. I'm like, yeah, I hope you guys have product. Like, I'm trying to eat today. <laughs> like, know. Jesus. Yeah, it was really nice. So, I love that trip. But the, all the We've always been say, this way. Yeah, that all yeah. this to say we've always been travelers. We literally save money just so that we can go on trips. And it's been since we first got married. Yes. I think I think like a few weeks after our marriage, we well, actually it was actually when we were engaged. Yeah. Um it started with the honeymoon island trip. I took Carla to an actual island that oh, I had never been babe. to. We weren't even engaged. That was our one. Oh, were we? Yeah, we were engaged. Right? Yeah, we, we only were. dated for seven months. My bad. Yeah. It was our one year dating anniversary. And we were and I was about engaged. to say, no, we were still dating. And then I realized, oh, <laughs> we got yeah, engaged. Yeah, I, I took her here in Florida. There's a spot called Honeymoon Island. Obviously, I, my favorite thing, favorite thing is to not tell her anything and just take her. But I think that's a guy thing. So to the males listening, I'm sure you all feel the same way. But my, um, you know, for the anniversary, she's like, where are we going? I was like, uh, don't worry about it. Just uh, we're going to the beach. And, I mean, we did that. We drove to the beach. But um, we drove to the beach, and she's like, okay, so where are we going to go? I was like, oh, let's go over to this pier. And we get on a pier, and she's like, what are we doing? I'm like, oh, we're waiting for a boat. She's like, huh? So we get on the boat, and the boat drives us like an hour out. And it takes us to an island, and it's called Honeymoon Island. For those of you who live in Florida, um, and you go to Tybee. No, that's in no, Georgia. No, that's Georgia. It's in, um, I'm like drawing a blank. I don't know. It's Honeymoon Island. I mean, Yeah, but if you, you look up Honeymoon honey- Island. No, no, no. You take Honeymoon Island to the actual little, in- no, gosh, we're terrible. No, but you are right when you, were, uh, the word you were about to say, inlet. It's like a little inlet. It's an inlet. A tiny little island. And you leave from the inlet to Honeymoon Island. Oh, I get what you're saying. That's what it is. But if you look up Honeymoon Island, you'll find Yeah, if you look up Honeymoon Island, you'll find the access, you'll find the tickets and all that stuff. There's a hotel right there, too, on the entrance to the state park or whatever. Yeah. Because you you have to go, like, into a state park area. So, it's awesome. Anyway, like, they have a, a whole, like, a food stand in there and everything you're able to eat like chicken fries hot dogs burgers whatever you want hiking trails hiking trails i yeah. mean they drop you off and then every half hour or hour there's, like there's a, a ferry mm-hmm. yeah that you can take back and if you miss the last one <laughs> you're out of luck <laughs> so you know we, we we done stuff like that and um that was fun it was actually a lot of fun mm-hmm. all that to say we love spon- like spontaneity and 
trips and being yeah. able to do those things are huge for us. We've always been that way. Yeah, we've always been that way. And so when you got sick, we were very <laughs> like, I mean, Desperate. that's something we grieved. We grieved the ability to just pick up and leave. Yeah. We've been doing it since we got married. I mean, I Before. think like eight weeks into our marriage, we just took this random impromptu no lie 48 hour trip that to was georgia wild we, we're from central florida we live in central florida so it was like eight hours and we just took off I, I, like daniel is literally halfway to georgia and i'm trying to find a hotel <laughs> we don't have a place to stay that was funny we love being like that and i think even when we have kids we're gonna be like i, I feel like nobody holds us to this but probably because i probably don't even know what i'm saying but like I, when we have kids, we always talk about how we're just going to strap them on our backs and a baby carrier and, and do what we must keep going. Yeah. We love we don't adventure. Know, but most likely, I think, I think what Carla and I have seen is uh, with marriages and stuff, what Carla and I have seen with marriages and everything, like if they are a type of way before they get married or before the kids, they're most likely going to find a way to continue being that way. Um, yeah. after kids and after marriage and stuff like that. Well, I feel like dating is that groundwork. It's it's when you get in the weeds with that right. person and like, do we like the same things? Do we want the right. same things out of life? But even you have to be open to the possibility of like maybe some things you have to change. For example, I, I, I agree. I say I love spontaneity, but I, I am a naturally very anxious person. Okay. And so I, I want to know all of the details. And so... In our dynamic. That's such a contradiction, Carla. Like, No, but <laughs> no, no, for real. Like, I so want to know all the details, right? Mm -hmm. And then you could care less. Yeah, not not even a little bit. And it, it is hilarious. Daniel's a very go with the flow kind of person. Yeah. How are we getting there? That's it, all I need to know. But I, oh my goodness. I But I love it. I love it because yeah. you, the only thing that Daniel ever worries about is how we're getting there. So is safe? the car... Oh, does has the oil you know change been done so that we're safe to drive? Is there air pressure in the tires? Yep. That stuff. And then, you know, the rest he kind of just figures it out as he goes along. For me, I'm like, no, you know, I gotta find the hotel. And it's funny because I, I am very sp spontaneous, but I I I am very good at planning things on the fly. Very, That's why yeah. I think I can do it. Yeah. Um like per se, I'm not a very organized person at all. I actually have to like work at that. Mm -hmm. But once I want to do something, I will stop at nothing to make it happen. I will find the hotel, right, right. You know that no one knows about that has open rooms. Like I, I, I'm just, I don't like to feel or be told that I can't do something. Mm -hmm. So I, I make things. I'm, a, I'm a doer. That was one I'm thing that I actually found. Um, I found out when we were married, not so much when we were dating. Um, Carla really doesn't like to be told no. Um, and that's probably why this trip why? is so difficult because we are in the middle of like this beautiful trip mm -hmm. and it's like fall colors mm -hmm. in Atlanta, Georgia, when we drove through it and it's amazing. And all of a sudden this trip starts taking a really dark turn. Yeah. I was so, yeah, I got angry and not at you or anything. Yeah. Not like, at anybody I, specifically. I just, just the situation was really frustrating. And we were, I was excited about this trip. I don't, I, I know you were as excited as I was, but like we were, we were very excited to, to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And I, I love these mountain trips and Daniel, how like, do I, you how do, do I everything say to, this? to make it happen? I, um, I'm a, I'm a type of person who, um, I know not everybody's like this, but I literally am a one and done person. Um, like 
for instance, um, I I needed, I like let's say just randomly, I I really want to do like I wanna I want to start building Legos. Let's just say, I want to start building Legos. Um, normally, like for most things, I'll do like one or two sets. Like let's say I'll build like a Lego set or whatnot, or I'll build two Lego sets, and I I'm done. Like I did it. I I had the itch. I scratched and I'm done. Um, oh man, I really want a PS4. I really want to play video games. I will play for like a week. That's it. I I, I played I played games and I'm done. And you won't catch me touching it again after that. Um, same thing with like a movie series, with a food, with a restaurant with kind of anything and I've, I've really always been that way um i'll obsess over it until i get to do it once or twice and then i'll stop i i, I got and my I fix the complete opposite the complete opposite i am the kind of person that will obsess over things like let me just do the podcast as an example like i let, let's do a podcast. I obsessed over which microphones to buy, which um, editing software to buy. And and then mm-hmm. I had to, I, I need more. I want more. Like I, I am very, once I find something I like, yeah. like I, I go full in and you're just kind of like, hmm, okay, that was I'm great. Done. Cool. Next. Yeah. Um, no, you, it's so funny how, how we're different. But anyways, um, going back to the trip, you are not feeling good that Friday and funny enough that you're talking about legos um we went to a walmart in georgia yes because daniel um was gifted some money and he's like i legos by the way if you haven't heard about daniel's lego obsession right now it's a bit much it's a bit much and i actually have on instagram i don't even think i ended up posting it um i like daniel has been building lego sets and he wants the biggest ones he can find so he has like seven babe i think you have 10 no i counted you counted i'm on seven 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 or eight he has seven lego sets and he's been doing the harry potter ones and that's how weird i am i have not bought out so this was not your one and done like you're still on legos like yeah seven sets in so <laughs> so and so he literally has a done. bunch of the harry potter buildings like he has like harry potter's house i at, love harry potter like i'm yeah. not i'm not a fanatic like no. um i don't have the clothes and stuff like that and i never did but this is the first harry potter stuff i bought like the lego sets but i'm very um familiar with the movies i didn't read the books yeah or daniel daniel when he watches movies or like learns like or, or like he can pull like this is what I'm trying to say, like your memory something else. So he can pull lyrics from songs from like when we were in middle school and sing the entire song. And I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. Like anyway, so he he ha- he like knows a bunch of details of the movies and I turned it into our Christmas village, you know, it, for Christmas decoration. It looks really good, I literally put little Christmas trees around it because we have like a bookshelf right next to our Christmas tree that I always decorate for Christmas every year. And I literally put the all the lego sets up there i'm like you work so hard on them i'm gonna display them and they're really cute like they don't look yeah like it matches the aesthetic it does match the aesthetic of our home which is like gray tones and like a, like a f- touches of beige and w- natural wood colors yeah and it just matches so i threw it up there were some christmas trees and it's a little christmas village and he, hmm. you have the hogwarts um hogwarts express the train set, the train the little red train and yeah it just went perfectly it's under the christmas so tree. it's under our christmas tree it's it adorable. looks like it looks like the polar express 
It's so cute. It really does. <laughs> I'm like, the only thing it needed was like real lights that turn on. I've been super happy. You know, that. there's actually, <laughs> I, I saw them on TikTok. Um, there's a company that does them, uh, sells uh, lights that you add to Lego sets. And you're just telling me this now. Don't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. Um, because I've, I'm, I like I was telling you earlier, I'm learning not to throw too much money as something that I'm doing in the moment because I'm going to give it uh, two months. And, and it's going to be gone on. for forever. Yep. And I will be on the next thing. I struggle every year to figure out what to give Daniel for Christmas because he doesn't like he he grabs a hobby and then it is done with it in a month. And I'm mm. like, I can't. Can you just have something you like by Christmas or by your birthday so I can buy? <laughs> like he got into video games for like, I'm not even kidding, for like two, three weeks mm-hmm. and done. Then it wasn't even into video games anymore. And you have bought, you bought like three. I mean, they were cheap, honestly. Yeah, it was you like got seven them from bucks. like GameStop or whatever. Yeah. But. Anyway, so it was funny because you went to Walmart. We went to Walmart that Friday yeah. when we were in Georgia, and you bought yourself a brand new Lego set. You were like excited to start it, but w- as we were shopping, you looked sick, and I was starting to get really worried. Your blood pressure was dropping every time you moved too much, and mm-hmm. um, like you, you were already not feeling good. So by that night, after arguing with him the whole day and just telling him something's off. Um, he was like, take me to the hospital. Yeah. And so we went to this little tiny hospital. And I mean, compared to other hospitals that you've been in, it was mm-hmm, super mm-hmm. small. And went into the ER and the doctor said, yeah, I think you need hemodialysis. Again, he dialyzes at home. And, he, and they were thinking that he might need some like dialysis like they do at the center through the blood. And thankfully, Daniel does have a catheter already put in for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because of that situation that he has to keep going back and forth between hemodialysis and dialysis here at home because the one here at home doesn't clean him out enough. But hemodialysis is like a stronger dialysis. It's the only way I can describe it. Hopefully so you just I'm doing do a it few justice. sessions and then I can go back yeah. to doing dialysis. So at our home. thought was like, he just needs a, you know, a session or two and then we're good to go. Mm-hmm. And they were like, but we don't have a dialysis machine here. And that's when I was like, oh, this is going to be an absolute disaster. They had dialysis centers. My mom Googled to see if there was dialysis centers in the area. Mm-hmm. But the way it works is like you just can't go to a dialysis center. Like they, their chairs are all accounted for. Yeah. Um. So they told us the option was to get him transferred to Atlanta, which is two and a half hours away. But at least it was two and a half hours heading south toward Florida. Like getting closer to home. Yeah. So getting closer to home. So we decided to just let them transfer him. And the thing is, they were like, he's not going to get transferred tonight. It's going to take almost 24 hours because we only have so many ambulances that can transport people. And then that's when I looked at Carla and I said, we're going home. And that's when I looked at Daniel and I said, we are waiting until you go to Atlanta. So we had a (laughs) bit of a back and forth. And, we were just um, anxious to get home, but I, it was so dangerous to take it. Was you, very because he got to the yeah. point where he couldn't walk anymore. He got really, really weak. And I knew he was uremic, which right. basically is the buildup of those toxins in the blood. I'm like, I know your not, blood is not okay. Like, it's not normal cleaned. for me. You know, like, no. yes, I have the conditions that I have, but it's not it's not really that normal for me to be um, that sick. Um, like, yes, I, you know, I'm in kidney failure and stuff, but um functionality is still pretty on par you know i'm still pretty good with with function um 
and the the weakness, the not being able to walk. It was it was really concerning the both of us. Yeah, and that's why I mean, if you was that weak, to me, you you needed to be in a hospital. So <laughs> an ambulance came, picked him up to take him, and so my mom wasn't at the hospital yet, and I was like, Mom, I have to follow the ambulance. I'm gonna have to go by myself. And mind you, I'm driving Daniel's car which is a Dodge Ram. I'm super comfortable driving that big old pickup truck. Yeah. And you have one of the, you have the one, the one that's bigger. The big one, the crew cab. Yeah. Because he's six two and <laughs> the other cabins, his, his head was like bumping the top. I didn't fit. He didn't fit <laughs> yeah. inside. It was so funny. Um, but anyway, so th- that thing is huge. I'm super comfortable driving it, but I had never driven in the mountains over there. So the ambulance took this path through like literally like state parks and national forests or whatever they were very local (laughs) and it was insane like i am not even and you'll see it in our vlog i got some shots of the area we were in right because that's but i didn't get shots of the no but i didn't get shots (laughs) of the dangerous parts where you are literally going like i mean i was getting motion sickness i i was white knuckling that steering wheel Ah. That's a good term, yeah. Oh my god, I I I was freaking out. I was so nervous as we were going down that thing. It it was rough, and I had never driven in the mountains before. Daniel always did that driving, and so it was rough. I th- I mean there there is a more um easier way like that a, I could yeah, have taken, but I just don't know the area enough to even be able to click on Apple Maps and pick an alternate location, yeah. like I, or alternate route. But anyways, I made it and it was really scary. I came down that mountain so fast. I reached the ambulance, even though they were like five or 10 minutes ahead of me. And um, and on top of that, there was motorcycle because over there too, like people go to the North Georgia mountain area in Tennessee to ride, and to ride through yeah. the mountains and motorcycles and Harleys. And yeah. it was not fun. Hmm. <laughs> they definitely thought I was going too slow because they kept going around me. And I'm like, you're making me nervous. But we made it to Atlanta and... Uh, they gave Daniel just a bunch of peritoneal dialysis and then gave us a choice to go home yeah, and drive home, but go straight to the hospital when we got home. Which we did. Yeah, which is exactly what we did. And now Daniel is getting dialyzed in center for the foreseeable future until um, they can kind of figure out what's also going on with him not being able to eat, which you're eating amazing now. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, I'm doing better. Because, by the way, it took like at least two weeks for the cough because then daniel definitely had a cold and so he had a cough and fevers um but unfortunately it it, was a little rough it all got combined with what was going on with your dialysis failing too so yeah it was frustrating for us Um, but we made it home daniel was very ill for two weeks or so almost three weeks Mm -hmm. um gaining strength every day like we would actually go tell them what we would do in the room where i would help you do squats (laughs) um just to build up my leg strength so um, I couldn't do squats like just uh, stand up and do them on my own. So Carla would um, would sort of like hug my waist. It was easy because she's 5'2 and I'm 6'2", so she's tiny. <laughs> but she would hug my waist and I would squat just very slightly and she would be there spotting me. She would, she would be my spotter. Um, and I'd do like two or three just to build up my leg strength. And, and that was some good exercise. So that was pretty funny. So I was literally his physical therapist. <laughs> so Daniel did physical therapy before and we didn't have a good experience and we didn't have the luxury of time to wait for a physical therapy place to have an opening so i'm like okay we're gonna do this ourselves and we're gonna rehab you from this little hospital stint that you had and it's crazy how being you were in bed for almost three days mm-hmm. so when it was time to get up and go home like it was you rough were so weak and you guys it was 
it was it was really difficult um like showering was difficult for because, for you emotionally because you were oh, seeing I was a mess I was a mess you were weeks. almost seeing me back at the beginning of things it was very reminiscent of when this whole journey started yeah and when you were extremely sick at the beginning yeah, it, it was, was it was very rough reminiscent. it was rough so that was our Thanksgiving <laughs> um, I yeah. hope that you enjoyed this story. We wanted to get into into more details and stuff like that, but also we wanted to share a message of hope today with all of you and um, a message of hope in the midst of really difficult circumstances. We know this season isn't easy for everyone, and I know it's certainly not easy for you, Daniel, in, in some regards. Yeah, for me, because um, specifically, how do I put this lightly? I am an absolute fiend of christmas um my family we've always been um and you know i i didn't grow up grow up uh, rich and 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 um wealthy well off or anything like that um we didn't grow up necessarily poor um but when it came to christmas we always like the holiday was always very important to the to the five of us as a family um and it's so like it wasn't it wasn't about the gifts ever. It was always about the family time and um and the celebration, the the weather dropping, like it was always wonderful. Um so coming into this season, um now being weak, it's really hard for me emotionally because normally there's um a lot of stuff that I wanna do, like uh putting up decorations putting up lights, uh, buying gifts for family, um, you know, the, the holiday things that you do, the grocery shopping, the cleaning, um, that's stuff that I want to be doing, but I've had to kind of, you know, take a back seat because I, I haven't been able to physically. Um, so Carla has been taking on a lot of the burden. So how, how do you feel with that, Carla? It's hard. Um, the holiday season for me now is, is really difficult because it's almost a reminder of how much things have changed right, and how difficult. Right. I think at the end of the year, this happens to all of us when we kind of reminisce on how things have been, even what yeah. our li- like our lives up to this point, because we're saying kind of we're going into this new year mm-hmm. that we get those goals accomplished that we... <laughs> You know, everyone thinks about, oh, did I lose the weight? Oh, I didn't get to do this. Oh, I should have done this. Or, But for us, it's like, well, we, you know. Well, things are really different. This is rough. <laughs> yeah. Um, And it's like, oh, wow, another year has gone by and we're still going through this. Yep. You know, we're on year two in February. It'll be two years since this whole journey started. And it's kind of crazy to think about that. But Something that Daniel and I, we kind of looked at each other and we resolved to do this year is to make Christmas as magical as possible. Mm -hmm. So we have Disney annual passes. I know we talk about that, but that it's become like a little hobby that we can go and do. Yeah, yeah. And we, oh, so yesterday, um, and just to give an example, I Googled best play, like best Christmas play. My goodness. Try again. Oh my gosh. Hey, Carla best place to see christmas lights in our city and we're in a really small city fun yeah and kid you not this thing came up that apparently this this family called the big dads hopefully i'm saying that correctly have been doing for 27 years and they're on the second generation doing this um that they passed it down and they do this crazy christmas display it was insane 
Yeah. And it was nice. It was free. It's like their home, literally their family home. They deck it out. I mean, I feel bad for their neighbors, but people were parking <laughs> everywhere, going to see this oh, house. Yeah, my God. And it was amazing. And it was magical. And yeah. it was beautiful. And like it was like a little romantic outing. And at the same time, we just had a bunch of fun staring at the, all the lights. And it was like a lot of Disney characters um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they had put up there. They even had these trees that had LED lights. Yes. And show, um, like stuff dangling. No, no, no. The the big trees, the one they wish show like scenes from the movies and the oh, lights yeah, yeah, were yeah. Um, synced to Disney music. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was ridiculous what these people have accomplished. And we were learning to find the beautiful in the midst of the difficult. Yes. Um, and I think that's the beauty about this season. Families come together. People travel. Daniel has family coming over from New York. So it's like really exciting. Um, yeah. And and I think we can all look at this season and start complaining about the things that we don't have. Like my my Christmases growing up were super fun and super great, but they deferred a little bit from Daniel's in that I come from a divorced family. I'm sorry, not a little bit, but and and not in a negative way either. Um but it was actually something I realized this year, even after three years of us being together, yeah. um, I realized how, just how much this ye- like this season differed between your home and my home. And it's not just the cultural difference, but um, but I think it's just um, we I, are both Puerto Ricans, Dan. We're both Puerto Ricans, <laughs> but I grew up in, in New York. Yeah, Daniel you know. grew up here his whole life. Yeah, in New York I've always been here. So it was. I mean, me very too. Different. Though I came to Florida when I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel's always like, "Well, I don't know." He like, I, I don't. don't know. Are you not in touch with your Puerto Rican heritage? No. <laughs> and 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 that's not being disrespectful. I just like. Like, I understand Spanish, fine. My Spanish speaking skills are really bad. They're rough, but you speak great Spanish. Um, And, and like, there's no disrespect or anything like that. I just, I know for a fact I'm more Americanized. Yeah. That's it. But, um, but the thing is, like, I know the difference for this year because of how much the end of the year means to me. That I feel like you, when we first got together, it's changing a little bit now because you're married to me. But when we first got together, it was like, yeah, this 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 uh, this portion of the year is great. I was like, no, but this we is the best portion of the year. Literally, like this man looks forward to Christmas. So now I put a lot of effort into decorating. Yes. yes. Um, we decorated outside and we went a little bit more above and beyond than we usually do. <laughs> it was awesome. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I feel like not that I didn't put effort into Christmas before, but I wasn't excited about it, usually because Daniel had to work during Christmas, the first year of us married. We were apart for literally just about every holiday. It was rough, and it's because we took a vacation but just before the Christmas time, so because we knew that Christmas was going to be a little difficult. But even then, like the because of the jobs that we had, I I mean, and I was in nursing, so was you work holidays. Service. And Daniel worked in a store. So, you know, we yeah. we were going to be apart. I mean, it's like in my job, if you, you're working either the 24th or the 25th. So which one do you want to work? Right, right. So it wasn't it wasn't fun. And then now that we're going through this, I work from home. I get holidays off and I even get the days around the holidays mm-hmm. off. Paid. And, then, you and just it's amazing. Are, you just reminded me like 
Hispanic culture, I remember when we were dating, um, more Puerto Rican culture, the the greater holiday is the 24th. No, not necessarily. I, I disagree. I feel like maybe in our family, in our family. But- I feel like growing up when I, um like here in Kissimmee and stuff, or back when I would live in Kissimmee with my family, um, I feel like a majority of, uh, I don't know if it's just Puerto Ricans or um, if it's most Hispanics. I think is that we put a lot of emphasis on the 24th. Both days a are super important. A lot of emphasis. But on the 24th, you stay up late eating, hanging out with family. No. Um, I yeah, the 24th was a big deal. It was, it was Christmas. On the 24th, you wake up that morning, you're like, okay, it's officially Christmas. No. So you wake up the 24th for me, and it's a normal day. It's a normal day. Um, you do your normal thing, uh, but then no. you go to sleep as early as possible. No, because the no. next day is Christmas. That's how it was for me. No, growing up for us, the twenty fourth, we went, we would, we were so anxious to get our gifts that we would do, we would open them on the twenty fourth that, that night. Is but that's, but that's the when we were most older. sacrilegious thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but that's when we were you older. never, never open gifts on the twenty fourth. You wait to the twenty fifth and no. you be a good and boy. And sometimes we would be do like girl. one gift on the twenty fourth and no. then the rest. No, but honestly, because. That's when we got older, though. We were all in our late teens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you already... was already working and yeah, graduated yeah. high school, so it was, like, different. Yeah, but when you have work schedules, you, you got to do what you can. It was great. It was so much fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we love this time of year. Like, we really do. I As a family, it. we've... Yeah. We're obsessed. Um, and we, we can't get enough of it. So, we hope you guys feel the same way. And if you don't just take advantage of this time of the year and um just spend it with those that you love honestly um try yeah. to be surrounded by them and if you can't be then uh find a way to to get there uh find a way get, to get to that point um and and enjoy the time you have with loved ones yeah so so we hope you have a beautiful and wonderful christmas yes and a very happy new year i think our next episode is should be the day right after, after. christmas yeah. but if we don't catch before then because honestly this podcast at this point <laughs> it kind of crazy things happen and yeah. then the podcast uh has to take a back burner but hopefully we will talk to you before the new year if not happy new year yes so merry christmas happy new year we love you guys thank you for listening bye bye <laughs>